Five stages of grief. Personally, it is amazing how simple it has become to have a conversation about emotions. Some years ago, if you had walked up to me and asked, "How you feeling?" I can see my mind eyes punching you in the face, throwing you in my trunk, and driving the car all the way to. Oh, what were we chatting about again? Yeah, grief. Grief, keen mental suffering or distress over affliction or loss, it is all in the mind. It is a process, a continuous process. I am aware of five stages to this journey. Contrary to the seven that similar articles, well, also correct, will identify. However, I am closely and distinctively aware of five stages of grief. Now, before I begin, I should prepare you that this story you are about to well listen to is nothing of a sub story. It is just another example of grief which a lot, if not all of us, have experienced in one way or the other, knowing or unknowingly. What's its cause? You ask. Loss. Loss. Its effects. Well, keep listening and you find out. Stage one. Five stages of grief. Denial. Everybody had painted a perfect picture sometime in our lives. All the soldier boys practicing with paper guns, and the Cinderellas who already knew the color of their bouquet. We get a little older, and suddenly we all want to be cool kids and still make straight A's. I know, right? Fast forwarding into the adulthood, the money, money, money. Heck, if I had a painting on my wall, it probably will be covered in greens. Okay, okay, maybe a little love and friendship and stuff here and there. My point is, there is always a picture, perfect in our eyes. We hang way up the walls that governs our overall existence. Newsflash: a perfect picture is just what it is—a picture. However. In reality, we do not live in a picture. We live in a great big wall that runs on an engine called change. For me, my grand picture of all perfect picture was—I'll skip a bit because it will take a few more than a line, if not a paragraph or paragraphs. All there is to know is that in the stream of events, I had two parents alive. And in good health, cheering me on. At nineteen years old, it was impossible to accept just like that a new picture, meaning I would have to compromise with only one parent, alive and in good health. Hell no! So I did the one thing you do to a bug: ignore it, and it will go away. For a little while, I acted as though nothing changed, and life was just playing a silly prank on me. Here, people will ask me, "How are you doing?" I will reply, "I'm doing great." Then I will give a wild, circumferential smile. Minutes later, they are blocked from all my social media accounts just because they poked and almost popped my little bubble. Stage two. Five stages of grief. Bargaining. Life wouldn't quit playing, so here I thought I could invest the time and try new things to fill up the huge hole in my heart. 
which I wouldn't admit it was there. Although I had lost the bulk of my friends in stage one, I made new friends who pumped heroin into my veins. Not literally. I repeat, not literally. The trail. I needed distractions. I was distracted so much so that it actually worked. I totally forgot about the pain that never quite left really. The pain that slept dormant while I climbed Mount Everest. My perfect picture looked like it was moving and reforming and completely scrambled that I couldn't recognize shape, color, nor size. Living a high life as a young fashion editor to an okay magazine, doing everything I wanted, getting everything I wanted. Well, I was 22. How much could I want? Freedom. 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 Freedom was my reward after the god had rolled the dice, and to a great length, I was happy with my lot. Until one morning, I woke up with a bitter leaf taste in my gut, and an even bigger hole drilled in my heart. Stage 3. Five stages of grief. Anger. The color of danger is red, with stripes of steel. I felt duped. Tricked into believing I was healed. In quotes, to err is human, to forgive, divine. Pope Alexander. When they, my memories, rushed right into my head, I was so scared that it made me question, does it mean my amazing new life is not good enough and I will never be satisfied? The answer was even scarier. I was so angry. Angry that my beloved had to ruin the perfect picture by leaving way too early. Angry that my friends couldn't see I was hurting, although I wore layers upon layers upon layers of happy facade. Angry that the world is still in 2000 AD and I was still waiting for 5000 AD and most persifying to stay here. Angry that I was not strong enough to sort out my shit. It took me a whole year's therapy to pronounce, I was angry. You know what they say about angry men? That they are the most foolish of the madmen roaming the earth. This is true. Subconsciously, I had adopted a terrible social skill and it had reflected into my work, health and relationships. Just when you think it can't get scarier than the color red. Stage 4 Five stages of grief, depression, the color black, oh lord, the lonely road. Through the valley of death, there I sat in wait. Firstly, know that this is the longest of all five stages. Funny thing is that, although depression is acquainted with sadness, I don't recall ever feeling sad. I don't recall feeling anything at all. I mean... Not because it's in the past and I can't just pinpoint my feelings, but that I was actually oblivious to myself within and out. A spare could pass through me and I may still be sipping my tea while marveling at the bloody fluid splattering everywhere. I didn't know who I was anymore. The past, the present. I could not see the future. My third eyes was as blind as the three blind mice. I stopped eating. I stopped talking. 
I stopped writing. I had finally reached rock bottom. But here is what I found out. For the first time, during the period of my mourning, I stood heads on with my fears. Not because of I wanted to... Aha, coward was the ostrich that buried her head in the sand, in coat. If a commander wants to get the best out of his troops, throw them into the dead ground and watch as they fight fiercely with all their might. Sun Tzu, the art of war. I had nothing to lose. I had lost it all. So... What bound could my fears possibly take from me? Now, this is the interesting part. Although, I don't mean to sound like a sadist, but I should confess that this was the sweetest point in my whole journey. In quote, The meek will he guide in judgment. The meek will he teach his ways. End quote. The Bible. After rock bottom, it can only get better. I began building my faith from the scratch. Not that I discarded what I already knew. More like I fleshed it up with more revelations. Please note, I was sad. I was sad. A kind of sadness that throws a king off his high horse to smell the meadows of flowers and taste the salt in his soil. It is not a bad thing to feel this way. The problem with many of us is that we are scared of feeling sadness. We think it is a harmful state of the mind, but it is not. It is not even a state of mind, but a predominant emotion that comes with melancholia. Melancholia, however, is a state of mind that deals with the lowly. It is a time to let fate take the wheels. Stage 5. Five stages of grief acceptance. A poem. The season of joy. The Mona Lisa smile. Her confidence is her armor. She is as strong as still. Of course she is. She has passed through the burning flames. Been beaten on all sides. She walks majestically on cool carpets. And the crown of glory sits firmly on her head. Although she is given a portion no more, no less than 24 hours a day does her minutes have filled with vigor and vitality. No regrets of the past, because yesterday is an accomplishment in itself. And no worries of the morrow. She knows she is a part of a divine power that works everything for her good. She laughs. She cries. Her spirit searches the earth with ease. She loves knowing everything is love, and she hates right before she loves again. The early sunlight streaks to the sweetness in her voice. All the evening stars twinkle only in her big brown eyes. Satisfyingly, she shuts the door, she closes the book, dims the light to the tiny quantum of sparks. So, when she sleeps, she floats on angels' wings. In conclusion to this story, my perfect picture had been hanging on the wall all along, although I thought it was destroyed. The one I thought was erased from the beautiful painting was more present than he could ever be. It may not have played by every rule in my book, 
but it wasn't in my place to make a rule book. In the next article, I will show more light on the fourth stage of grief, which has been proven to be the most difficult to deal with. So much that if precautions aren't taken, one might find themselves returning to the first stage. Denial.